Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking, or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress. episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome once again to the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast. How are you, my friends, in the hunter type community or those that are in the circle? Know people that are hunter types and, and listening to this podcast to learn how they can uh, better support those that they care about. Today's show is an interesting topic. Um, Michael will delve deeper into how the topic came up, which is so cool and beautiful that we're starting to hit the stride on the show of how we come up with topics, just to let you know all that blabbering I've done in the past about how uh, we're inspired by you. Uh, we look to you to know what it is you want to talk about on here. And that is simply put, laziness versus lack of mot motivation. Let me try that again. Laziness versus lack of motivation. And when I say that to you as a hunter type, it, it probably is firing off some signals. Um, it should. I, I think it's a stigma. We talked about it actually with, with Arthur, uh, Arthur Lee Land, who we had on a couple weeks ago as one of our guests. I've always struggled with this, and I've struggled with it in, in a couple of interesting ways. You know, I was told 
late in life by uh, family and, and those close to me, a, a few family members who shall go nameless because they, 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 they all mean it in love. There's never a malintention. You know, you were a late bloomer. You were kind of late to the party. You, you know, you, you weren't um, focused until this happened. You weren't focused until that. And I remember um, then finding myself labeled, and, and, and I knew, and I always felt like, honestly, that they were just being polite. And what they actually want to say is that, you know, you've all, we've always thought of you as lazy. We've always thought of you as just, you know, you weren't quite as motivated as your sister about your grades or, or this and that. And I remember one time, I'll, I'll say it, I had this out with my dad. And I had it out with my dad because it was, it was in that area. I was feeling that mixed messaging, that passive-aggressive messaging of that coming across. And this was when I was 31 years old, sitting in my house having a cup of tea with my dad. And I'll never forget, I kind of lost it in a good way a bit. Um, my dad and I are very close, so we, we can have discussions like this. And I'll never forget, I said, I'm sorry, are you talking about the late bloomer, the one that's a little lazy, that has had his own house since he was 23 years old, never missed a payment, always had a car, never asked you for money? So what is it? What is it that's given off this, this, this vibe? And now later on with a topic like this, this is why we want to discuss this. There's a difference between actually someone who is lazy and someone who maybe at times lacks motivation. And then, and then comes about understanding why us hunter types can help ourselves, help us help ourselves in not lacking motivation and being the best hunter type we can be. I think that helps bring us in. Michael, my friend, good morning to you on a Saturday. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Did, does that does that kind of bring us in? Do you, did you see where I was going with that? Does that make sense to you when I say that? Absolutely. I mean, not only to me, I'm sure there's everyone listening like, yep, <laughs> we, we get this one. You don't have to frame this one. We get it. Uh, yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah it, I was just going to say is that I think this is a very interesting topic, and, and, and I know you're going to start out by telling us why this is even a topic, but I really want to get into this because I have a lot of passion for this, and, I, and it gets me frustrated and upset when I, see, when I see it happen, which is this mislabeling. Any labeling is really not good. But yeah, get us into it today. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, well, first off, this is uh, – I'm surprised we haven't covered this topic before, and this was uh, – so I'll give you a quick backstory. Uh, spoke to wonderful lady in Jamaica last week named Tony, who's one of our podcast listeners. So shout out to you. Had a really great talk with her. We did a, a life coaching session. And um, she's been flowing a couple of really wonderful podcast ideas. And that was one of them. And we uh, we were just looking through this week and went, oh, well, that's let's do that one. That one's top of the list. I can't believe we haven't done that yet. So, yeah, I would say just to jump into the topic um, – this is definitely a topic that most hunter types struggle with. And, and honestly, the irony is for many of you, for the things that you really love, you can just burn on it for hours and hours and hours. But then there's these things that you we can't motivate ourselves to do that then that can, turns into either self-judgment or external judgment is lazy. You're not getting stuff done. And so we're going to go into why, like what's going on in the brain chemistry and why it happens and then what you can do about it. And that's exactly what's so great 
just to reiterate this point, I mean, this topic would not be here if not for these conversations. In people opening up about themselves, and in this conversation Tony had with you, she brought this up as something she's observed, an observation of how hunter types are, are sometimes labeled or, or mislabeled. So this is fantastic. So now get us into it because you've already kind of teased it a little bit. We've always talked about dopamine. You talk about it in your book. Um, now give us the angle of where this affects a hunter type in lack of motivation versus laziness. Yes. So, well, as we've discussed, what typically – what 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 is believed to what, what makes us hunter types is we have less dopamine receptors. And so dopamine as a reminder has three big functions, which is it, it creates focus. So we have dopamine, we have focus. It's connected to learning, learning a new, that gives you a little, little boost to give you something as you're learning something to move towards it. And, but the big one's motivation. It is a lot to do with motivating. So if you are low in dopamine, then you're going to be low and and you're going to feel lazy and lethargic and less stimulated. And so I want to make a key, key point here. The laziness for hunter types most of the time has to do with challenge motivating to do non-stimulating tasks. That is the key. So if a task in your brain sounds tedious, non-stimulating, repetitive, or just it has no it doesn't blip on the radar in your on your radar you just like you're not going to feel the energy to motivate towards it but the things that you love the things that you're passionate about those are going to like spike the dopamine you're going to be focused and you can burn on it for hours and so it's that internal wiring that's that's the manifestation of whatever quote unquote laziness is happening and so again on this podcast we're going to focus on the motive how to motivate yourself the motivation is the key piece and so to go into the emotional aspect of it the the judgment of laziness um so this is again like so much of of our challenges it comes from like self-judgment around this it often came from judgment from others as we were growing up um it can create chronic low self-esteem as we get into adulthood, especially if those tasks that we need to do relate to accomplishment and getting that, that again, going back to those, that needs list, the need for accomplishment is a key need for a human being. And so if you're having a challenge, staying in the straight line, finishing the projects that you start. And it's usually as you, if you're a creative person, it's towards the end when you're starting to like having to put all the pieces together and things aren't working right or whatever it is, then that's the time that usually we falter and we need to give ourselves this extra boost. And again, we'll talk about some solutions here. Um, and then the other pieces, uh, you know, as you're going through this material, it's helpful to get some perspective on this. So if you can start shifting your, your perspective on this is it's not laziness, it's lack of motivation. And what can I do to then, then motivation becomes like a, a goal. Like what do I need to do to motivate myself to do X, Y, and Z instead of just getting, cause if you, the laziness label comes in, you're just like, well, that's who I am. I'm now this noun called laziness versus there's an activity that I need to motivate myself to do. And what do I need to do uh, to make to make myself more conducive to doing tasks X, Y, and Z? I have to tell you, this is a huge, huge point for me. It just it brought up all kinds of triggers for me because 
one thing I've been really good at in my life is, and I'm, I'm as humble as they come. I didn't mean that as an ego to, you know, I'm really great at, no, but really one of the things that, that I found myself to be really good at is taking both sides of a debate, no matter which side I believe in, I'm really good at stepping in the other side of the debate. So let me play cynic while you were talking. I was playing the cynic and playing devil's advocate of someone who will come along, Mr. Successful, you know, has it all right on the surface, a farmer type, let's say. The cynic, and I've run into this, and I know people out there listening have run into it, and Michael, I'm sure you have, so play this game with me. The cynic would have said while you were talking, the, the devil's advocate would have come out and said, look, what's the difference? Lazy, lack of motivation, same thing, no results. But what you're saying is huge. There is a difference. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's that's someone outside of yourself who doesn't understand the challenge that is, you know, placing a label. And it's, you know, that this is this is where I think hundred types need. This is why I think this podcast has been helpful to people is that people are tuning in. The feedback that we're getting is people are tuning in, going, "Oh, these people are like me," and so long and short of it, no matter what judgments or whatever people are saying. You just need more of people like yourself to reflect back to you. Oh, yeah, we all have the same challenge. And yet we can also be uber successful uh, when we start to get – and again, it's these little things. It's the little stuff that adds up, the, like the, the bill you didn't pay or whatever. Like it, it's so small on the surface, but then o- the accumulation of those things over time is tremendous. And so again, we're going to go into like, what can you do to shift some of these patterns so you can get the motivation you need to handle the small stuff, um, which is oftentimes, you know, the life, all the things that make up your life are filled with small little tasks that you need to do and some of those small ones can can really make a difference and so we want to get to the solutions here but just if i could summarize and and just tell me you know uh keep me honest here as they say so the 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 danger for anybody okay let's say anybody but but hunter types keep this in mind for you the danger in anybody accepting this label which is what I think we do, right? Is yeah. the, 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 the trap is accepting this self-judgment or outside judgment because it, it sounds like it creates a circle of, of low self-esteem and then you're really not doing yourself any good for actually getting done this goal or this project or whatever it is you need to get done. So it sounds like to me there needs to be a little hint from – and I'm not going to remember the chapter, but there needs to be a little bit, you need to pull a little bit. When you're in this tailspin, if you do the other parts of the things that we talk about that a hunter type really would be advantageous for them to do, one of them that you talk about a lot in the book is the meditation to, in order to build an awareness. So I think there's, if you have that part down and then you get into this period, if you have the awareness uh-oh, for the last couple of days, I've been a little bit hard on myself. Looks like yeah. I'm accepting this lazy label because now I've been on the couch accepting it, pondering on it, and I'm not getting stuff done. Does that is that fair? Does that does that help? Absolutely. Yeah, meditation builds awareness. Journaling, really helpful. Life coaching, those are things that, that really do build uh, a circle of awareness where you're like, oh, I'm doing this because otherwise we're just locked into the spin of one thing to the next thing, the next thing. Everything kind of blurs together and we don't have any 
that space, that gap between thoughts where you go, wait a minute. Uh, where did this come from? Where's uh-huh. this laziness label come from? Did I actually create that or did that come from society? Oh, or like, where did, did that come from? Because I, I got to say, I don't have it too much. Mm-hmm. And I'm really blessed by that. And I think it's partially to do with upbringing and, and having a lot of encouragement growing up. But I know I could go in the opposite direction. I know there's times I can definitely get hard on myself. But at this point, it's softened to the point where it's just, I know it's like, okay, I just need, like there's some steps I need to take here to get myself motivated. Again. I know a lot of hunter types that now I realize, having worked on this project, having worked on myself, I now realize that in some situations, maybe this hits home for some people out there, it's very possible in a family, let's say of two kids, that the, there's a hunter type and there's a farmer type in the sibling relationship. Sure. And sure. inevitably, when I look back on people I know who have fallen into this trap, it's that they constantly get compared to their farmer type sibling. And right. and and I don't blame the parents. I know some of these parents. Again, they all mean well. It's just we're building an awareness here through this community we're building. And that's what's important is to if we can, you know, turn some parents around on this who yes. who see two siblings in front of them. One's obviously a hunter type, one's obviously a uh, farmer type. Yeah. Don't don't compare. Don't That's compare it. because that doesn't do anybody any good. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and it so, doesn't encourage the hunter type to like manifest their fullest potential exactly. because they're constantly being expected to be uh, something other than themselves. And then I'll let you continue and stop my blabbering. I want to say sometimes I can't actually be cynical and I want to give the other side. I have also witnessed, especially now being a parent of an almost three-year-old, and, and seeing other parents operate in, in his circle, I have now witnessed plenty of parents who recognize this in their child and are so supportive. Now, remember, supportive doesn't mean allowing something to get out of hand. I just mean they don't compare. They just treat their child as who they are and are super amazing at it too. So I want to give the other side as well that I've seen. Good. Excellent. Yep. Well, let's jump into solution. So what do we do? So, you know, I mean, most of the book, if you, if, for many of you read it, I mean, I'm, this gets addressed over and over again. So this is definitely a topic that's, that's abundant in, in the book. So I want to cover a couple of things. Again, repeating a lot of what we've said in the past, but, you know, we're bring, people are coming in new it, on each podcast and I want to, but it, the, the solutions are very similar to what we've talked about. One is, because it's a dopamine issue, partially, it's not always 100%, but I would say 80 to 90% of the time, it has to do with dopamine. That means that exercise and good nutrition, top of the list. Say it every time, every podcast, we got to say it again. Cardio makes is how you support the dopamine in your brain. It's how you get to a place where you have mental clarity, um, you're getting oxygen into your brain and you're going to be more able to do simple, doable tasks. And this is something that I've tracked. I've tracked it with, with numerous coaching clients. So I know this is solid advice. When you do cardio, again, half hour, three times a week minimum, when you schedule that into your schedule, you, I predict you will notice a higher ability to motivate yourself and to handle those simple tasks that come up that usually are a little more challenging. And so 
again, if you if you don't have an exercise uh, system in place uh, and you're having a hard time motivating yourself to do it, that's part of what people get to find a partner, do something, find some pleasant exercise that you enjoy doing, get out in nature, put it on your schedule and make it happen. And if, if you're having a hard time thinking, okay, I got to set this as a schedule for myself and do it every week, aim for one. <laughs> do it once and then build on that aim for three in a row give yourself small goals to to then to because then because you, when you tell yourself oh okay i have to do this every day forever no, no no just focus on give yourself one goal i'm going to do this monday and if i got it if i went monday and i exercised then i'm going to celebrate that and then i'm going to say okay set another goal and again, usually three in a row. If you can set three sessions where you're going to say, okay, I'm going to exercise like Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, you get three in a row, you can start building that habit. But the other piece of it is if you have your, have a hard time focusing on, or motivating yourself, find someone who's going to hold you accountable that also wants to exercise. There's people in your life that, that definitely need this. Uh, as well, and you guys can partner with each other and find a way to support each other in making this happen. One of the things you're saying there rings a bell for me. It's always sharing our, our transparency and personal experience. It's one of the things you help me because we're all we're friends. We work on this project together, but we're also friends. And I remember there was a time when there was a motivation. Um, there was a motivation issue, but it wasn't just the motivation itself. Because some of these, sometimes these kinds of things have many branches to them. You know, sometimes it's not just. The symptom itself, there's a symptom of the symptom you look at. And and what you were saying kind of rings true to this, and let me explain, which is you're saying just get to one and 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 don't worry about, yes, your overall goal is three. You know, you once told me, hey, just get to the parking lot of the gym. Just get there. I remember you told me that a couple of years ago, and it was really, really helpful because just set short-term goals. Let me just get to the parking lot. Let me not turn and go home. Let me turn after work. Let me get to the parking lot. You'll be surprised what that does for your own motivation. Once you're in the parking lot, I'm going to say nine out of 10 times, you're not going to then really say, I'm going to pick up and go home or go to the Burger King. You won't. You're there. You're going to say, I'm here, damn it. Let me get in there. And then there's another thing that comes to mind and it comes back to the meditation and awareness, which I'm far from perfect let me announce far from perfect have to work on it all the time and just doing it and being regular with it which is this is about being present if you if you work on the awareness piece and the meditation piece for yourself you know if you really just get present that i'm here now i'm at the gym or i'm out on the beach for my run and you don't worry about the two other times you need to still do it this week and really enjoy the run and focus on what you're doing at that moment you would be surprised how fast that exercise is going to go, how much you're going to, how much more you're going to enjoy it, and then it's over before you know it, and then starts the positive cycle. So in the beginning of this conversation, I feel like we were talking about the negative spin. These sound like some of the ways you can get into the positive spin. Excellent. That's really well put. And, and again, we both put that into practice. And again, like a lot of the stuff, try writing a book <laughs> this book was you know five years in the making you, when you guys get the book in the mail and you look and you're like oh my gosh that's huge um that it took 
you know, it took me doing that same thing. I'm like, I'm just going to get to the parking lot of the library and that'll be my goal for the day and working mm. on the book. So I'm telling you, like I struggle with these, with motivation all the time and you, we have to have these tricks. To, to, so and we'll cover more of that in a second. Second piece, good nutrition. Again, talked about this in the past. I can't stress this enough. You're a hunter type. You need to put good feel in your body because you're far more sensitive to substances that you put in your body than farmer types, period. Note it. Like you cannot expect to eat like everybody else and feel good. You have to have a healthy diet. And I would say a big piece as it, as it as we relates to lack of motivation and laziness, quote unquote, is studies have proven that preserve artificial preservatives and colorings exasperate ADD, ADHD symptoms. I'm going to say it again. Artificial preservatives and colorings have been shown through studies to exasperate ADD, ADHD symptoms, which means that if you're not checking what you're putting in your body, you're not reading the label, you are most likely increasing the laziness <laughs> because that's what's going on. And, you know, this is so easy to test. So you got to note that. The other thing is uh, the, the up and down of having refined sugar or high fructose corn, corn syrup. If you're eating foods that have that just say sugar, like you look at the label, it just says sugar, and it doesn't say like raw sugar or organic sugar, or cane sugar, or cane sugar. Like if it just says sugar or high fructose corn syrup, you're going to give yourself a high for a little bit, and then you're going to crash, and that is also going to exasperate all your ADD, ADHD symptoms. So th the 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 key is once again, a healthy, lean, high-protein, low-carb diet. Um, find the local health food store. Start replacing the whatever your favorite foods are that are maybe snack foods or things that have artificial ingredients. And it's just start with. Don't worry about making every single change and just start eating kale all the time. Just replace those with go to the health food store. Find a, a healthy replacement. There's ample like at this point, there's no excuse. It used to be a lot of health food tastes like cardboard. No longer the case. Find your local health food store or even, you know, just find the health food section of your supermarket or even, you know, just wherever you can find the health food. Check the ingredients and just find find the replacements for it. Start doing that and uh, replace the, like the Pepsis or whatever it is with something that is equally satisfying that doesn't have all the sugar and the coloring and because you're just there, there's just you're not going to get past that like that's going to affect you so much and oftentimes with under types it's less about what you eat it's more about what you don't eat and always been transparent the ever uh challenge that us uh food addicts have speaking of one who's talking right now uh, a constant challenge, just like any other addiction. It's a daily battle. Um, happened to be winning it recently, but there there are other days. You know, there is a cycle here which you again have to pull out, and and it didn't. This is this absolutely affects lack of motivation. Think about times you've gotten into the spin of actually, maybe you've labeled yourself as lazy, maybe because there's actually a reason, but it's actually lack of motivation, as we've been talking about. And you've been sitting there watching hours of TV, maybe days at a time. And and it gets into just that lull and, and then you're just 
you're just, I mean, have you ever heard of anybody just sitting for days watching TV, eating health food and kale? No, you don't. You, you know, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, when you're, when you're in that lazy couch potato mode, what are you, what are you putting in your system? You're eating the chips and the ice cream and the this and that. You've never heard of anybody sitting there binge watching something on Netflix with, you know, kale and quinoa. You just, it's, it's not heard of. It's, there's no way you'd be doing that because you'd be feeding yourself enough stuff that would be getting you up and motivated because the last thing you'd be doing if you were feeding this engine that Michael's constantly talking about how important it is for hunter types you wouldn't be sitting on that couch binge watching something I guarantee it I guarantee instead you would be getting up and working on your project you've always wanted to work on you'd be getting up and looking for that job that you've always wanted because you're not happy in what you're doing now so think about it in those terms for those of you that have that thing with food. That's something that I realized a while back, actually, while I was working out one day, like looking back on my couch potato days. And believe me, a lot of my weight issues, I can absolutely point to years of just being stuck to that TV and eating bad stuff. It's a cycle. doesn't matter which comes first. You're watching the TV and then, you know, your body gets to a point that it just it's, it kind of shuts down. So you just want to eat, you know, to for comfort or the other way around. It doesn't matter. That's yeah. why that's why the, the, the food is just so important. And also the depression piece. So that yes. like you're eating those foods, you're you're gonna be sapping serotonin out of your system, and you're gonna feel depressed. And you're and then when you're depressed, you're gonna start being all those thoughts of I suck, I'm no good. All those are gonna come in. So like there's so my challenge just to wrap up on this. My challenge sure. is think of this as 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 a hunter type. Think of this as here's your challenge. Your challenge is to develop a diet that you love that that makes it even more satisfying than what you have now and that that you enjoy it and this is the hunt go on the hunt and design for yourself i mean i eat better i eat way better now than i ever i've ever eaten in terms of like satisfaction of like really good tasting foods that, that have diversity and it like it's i was just eating crap you know, in my late teens and early twenties. Mm -hmm. So like, it's, it's, it's only a step up. I mean, give yourself the gift of going up a ladder, one rung on the ladder. If, if you're stuck in the place where you're not eating healthy. And I have to make this point cause I, I, I do want you to wrap up and finish up on a few good points, but something yeah. just came to mind while you were talking. This is why editorial opinion. That's all of this is. And again, check my, uh, keep me honest here. You know, I was picturing when you were just talking there, this is why like, a lot of teenagers that maybe we don't or, or young folks that don't we don't realize are hunter types they don't realize their family doesn't realize they're hunter types oh he's just a lazy couch potato oh he's the, it's because they're you know they're sitting there you know in that spin cycle in that negative spin cycle and they're not giving themselves the nutrition they need to go out and get motivated and apply for college and do that and then bam they get labeled as lazy bam that affects their self-esteem well if i'm lazy and i'm no good i'm just gonna go you know eat things that i make me feel better as comfort and sit here and watch my tv same old cycle that's it that's it all right. So moving on. So the, one of the key pieces uh, to all this is now that you understand what's going on when you feel la lack of motivation and laziness is the trick to your – got to start tricking yourself. So you got to make mundane tasks somehow compelling and engaging. 
to yourself. So whatever that task is or those things that you think I can't motivate myself to do that, um, make them into a game or a challenge. And so I'll give you an example. I think I mentioned this pre previously. So my dad is a classic hunter type. He's brilliant. He knows he has so many different skill sets that he's just completely mastered. And so this is like the quality that this is an example of the quality of, um, of his own internal awareness in relation to this, even though he didn't even know he was a hunter type until like five years ago, until he actually took the test. So he used to work when he first started working, he, um, he he worked at a sheet metal company and he he needed to do repetitive tasks over and over again he like cut the same piece 20 30 times and so as a hunter type that's the least hunter type task you can do but what he did what he stumbled upon himself was i'm going to time myself and i'm going to see how fast i can do this set and so he would do the set and then he'd time himself and like okay i can improve on that and he would time himself again and he'd do it again and he and what happened was he got so good so quickly that they get promoted really fast and then eventually he owned he, he went from being a partner to then you know owning the company so uh, these are the kind of things that Make whatever the tasks are that you, that just don't give you the blip on the radar screen of like to do this. Make it something into a game. Look at it like what can I do to make these tasks more support? And if not, you can't do it, then get support from somebody else because just take it off your plate. Find a way to get support from someone else to get that task done. Um, the other piece to it is so in terms of other things that we've mentioned, um, journaling coaching support, uh, those are things that are going to help you become more aware of these patterns, as we mentioned before. So if you have a, a regular life coaching session, that's going to really help. Look in the book, look at the, the creating a support system chapter. You can do a peer-to-peer -peer coaching on that. Um, and I would say that the key piece to all this is none of this is quick fix, but uh, the, the basics of what we're talking about, it's going to be the same whether you're 20 or 80 years old. Like you have to get – like you're a hunter type. You're not going to change. So these habits, like how you deal with this is um, – this is if, if this is the first time you're hearing it, you know, get some good habits in place now. And so as you go – I can just attest for this. The, the reason why we're able to crank these podcasts out and, and it's it, like there's – these habits are in place inside me and I'm able to do this and same with mom. And like we have some of these systems in place ourselves. And so we're, we're far more productive, but we have the same challenges. So even though your habits are going to ebb and flow over time as, as your life goes on and you may slip here and there, the key is you have to get some of these pieces in place. You have to understand, okay, it's not laziness. It's a lack of motivation. What do I need to do? Am I exercising? Am I not eating a good diet right now? Okay, no, is this task not stimulating? Do I need to get someone else's support on this? Like whatever it is, have those pieces in place, have that little toolkit developed so that it never turns into that monster of like, oh, I'm lazy. Like that should never happen in your life again after you've listened to this podcast. You should have a different perspective on this. And, you know, if you need to write some reminders for yourself this week to keep this awareness going so you can start making those shifts, then do it. But I think that this particular podcast for hunter types, I think, could be extremely helpful and life changing if you just review, you know, what we talked about and start making some shifts in, in especially those areas that are most challenging for you. Oh, that's so well said. I mean, for me not to talk and not interrupt you as I usually do, it means I'm really engaged. So. 
these were these are some really salient and really clear points you make. You know, we we have a couple minutes here since we've kind of gone through our points. One thing I want to say is that what you said about building the good habits now is is some transparency in and I'm sure Michael you can relate to this and you may have your version of this, which is you know, I've, I've kind of mentioned this before and I'll just mention it again if, for those that are new. You know, building those habits uh, does, and this is just my, this is my paradigm of it. I don't know a better way to say it, is you build some credit. You build some credit as a hunter type for yourself, not with anybody else. I'm talking about with yourself. And what I mean is, Michael just said, your habits are likely to ebb and flow, okay? Being mindful, being aware of what's happening, so there's that awareness practice, can be can be life-changing. And here's what I mean. For me, I had built great habits for a couple of years. Really, I was on it, looking good, feeling good, getting stuff done, not only the day job, but my side project. Hey, everything was just going along smoothly. Just when you think you have stuff conquered, a family health issue happens. My dad happened. And for three months, I was absolutely out of my routine because I had to be. I couldn't be right after work at the gym to do my laps in the pool and then come home and have dinner with my family. It just it For three months, our lives were turned upside down. Now, that's my situation. You're going to run into your own situation. My point is that when I finally, over the last few weeks, started to get back to the routine, there was this feeling of dread Michael, you and I texted and talked about it too. I remember there was this feeling of dread. There was this fear that I, I, how am I going to get back to, gosh, what I was doing before was like a lot. I mean, I was like a machine before. There was just no holes in, in my routine. Am I going to be able to get back to that end point, positive light at the end of the tunnel here? There's no cliffhanger. You absolutely will. You will find that it's not as hard to get back on if you already built those good habits over a long time because you've built up this credit. You'll find the transformed hunter type in you is actually yearning to get back to that routine. And it's not as hard as when you first, first started. It's actually a little bit easier. That's right. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I I can completely attest to that. You have to just, you start, if you burn, like as hunter types do, you burn on creating like the perfect system for yourself. And then, you know, you slip and like that energy you put into it sticks like that. There's something in your your psyche that locks that in and you can start coming back to that. And it's not as hard as it was. Um, So I want to wrap up here. Um, Had this, I think I've had this on my podcast notes for a while I haven't read it so this is a great great quote to end our end this particular chapter so Leonard Cohen he's sort of the the global poet laureate he's he's one of my faves uh, this is often quoted but so good so this is a, a excerpt from one of his poems he says ring the bells that still can ring forget your perfect offering there's a crack in everything that's how the light gets in mm. That's so good. I especially the perfect offering part. Whenever I hear this, yeah. that that really hits home for for hunter types. We've we've talked about that before, haven't we, Michael? That yeah. we get so caught up in in the perfection part. Yeah, and we, you know, part of part of us being broken, in a sense, is just that's it's part of it's part of the 
the whole package. There's going to be parts of us that are going to feel broken. And when we accept that, we don't try to completely fix every little thing and be perfect all the time. That's when we really start to shine. And, and, and I'll add one too, and we may have said this before, but why not say again, just in case we have, um, I think we got this from one of our guests, actually, Sarah Hutchinson, who was on a while ago from, um, yoga, yoga wisdom and wellness, yeah. yoga wisdom and wellness. Thank you. Um, the great Tony Robbins, someone I've always respected. I've never actually gone through any of his programs or anything like that, but I've just, I know what he's done for people and I have just massive respect for him just because of the way he's done it. She gave us a great quote from him, which I like to wrap up with today, which is ditch the story, marry the truth, ditch the story, marry the truth, ditch the story that someone labeled you as lazy, ditch the story that you can't do something because you yourself now have said you're lazy. Therefore you're no, no good. And there's no way to pull out. That's not the truth. The truth is you are capable. You are good enough that you can do it. It's just about the work. It's about putting in the work. And and we've mentioned this before, and this is very personal to me, so I'd be remiss if I didn't say it. It's because for whatever reasons, you hit a point, whether it's from your youth or from being bullied or whatever it is because you're different, that you yourself don't think you're good enough to put in the work to yourself. Mm. I'm here to tell you that marrying the truth is that you are. And don't let those other voices come in and let you think you're not. And let me also say another point of motivation. When you're in that parking lot or you're thinking about in that parking lot in the gym, should I go in? I have a little bit of motivation trick that's worked for me. Michael talked about tricking yourself. Not in any violent way. I'm talking about sending, doing this in a loving way. But get in that gym so that internally, just imagery-wise, when you come out of there and you've gotten into your routine of exercise and, and then bringing back that motivation to get those things done to make yourself successful, there should be a little motivation while you're doing those exercises and working on yourself, which is, I'll show them. I'll show yeah. them who's lazy. Okay. I know I'm not, but I'll yeah. show them. How's that yeah. for motivation? good that's good well my friends and michael thank you for what you brought today you brought something really really to that you always do you know that my friend but oh and thanks for tony for 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 requesting this topic this was that was a very thank you well and we kept it exactly the way she phrased it too so yeah thanks so much that's your proof we're a small press. You've helped spread the word. Reviews are really, really helpful. Your feedback is so helpful. We have a topic today, and an important topic we would not have even thought of. Honestly, I don't know if we would have. We've we've never yeah. thought about it. And then a listener who happened to hook up with Michael brings this up as an observation, and boom, you have yourself a podcast. I hope you got out of this today as much as I did because I got a lot out of it. I'm inspired. Please remember, drummerandthegreatmountain.com. Is where you can visit us. Uh, social media links are there for your review, for your perusal, and connect. Connect with Michael. Uh, let him know how you're doing. Tell him your story. We never share anything personal on here. It's just been building the community and building ideas so we can give you more of these kinds of topics that are going to help everybody in the community. Remember to get this info out to your social workers, the progressive psychologists of the world. Michael does lectures and seminars all the time. Happy to do it. 
Um, and this is how we can also let people know, hunter types know, they are not alone. Um, and before I completely wrap up, thank you again, Michael, really for today. It was, it was a good one. Thanks. Um, you, you, you know, and I want to give a plug out to your music, bviolin.com. Oh, if you're liking you. the music on the podcast, check it out, buy some CDs. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I mean, it's amazing. And again, just immense gratitude for uh your partnership on this this podcast always a pleasure i don't i don't i don't know any other thing i'd rather do on a saturday morning to be honest with you drummer and the great mountain.com give us feedback give us your stories um reviews we have a couple more nice reviews on um on itunes uh we appreciate that uh for the book please see us um on goodreads for that and uh, as we always say here on the Drummer and the Great Mountain Podcast, please take care of yourselves and your health. Be well. <laughs>